Hi and welcome to another episode of DJ and BJJ with me, Irish Mike, and my co-host. Ken. How are you? How are getting on? That's very abrupt to me. Ken. Yeah, and I, I, I... Oh, jeez. Yeah. I actually felt like um, I just tore off there really fast, but uh, excited to see you, I suppose, because yeah. I haven't seen you since Sunday. Yeah, and we haven't, like the same with last week, we haven't been training as much as, well, I haven't been training at all still, uh, so, uh, yeah, haven't seen as much of each other, getting those withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, I'm glad I had Sunday to uh, kind of shake out a bit, because I think yeah. I'd have, uh, if it had been two weeks off the mats completely now, I'd uh, I'd not be... If you'd gone mad in the head. Well, <laughs> that ship sailed a long time ago, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'd be, be more insane, mate, be more insane, uh, but yeah. What's been going on with you? I'll get, we'll get into Brighton in a minute, obviously. Yeah, the... um, back training. I went Monday night, I actually left work a little bit early, just so, because I, I was like, actually going to watch you compete, a little fire underneath me, and it was just like, because I was off sick with the cough or whatever, like, I wasn't training, I was like, fucking. I was looking up competitions and all, there's that DNA one is on this Sunday, and I was like, I had the day to register, I was like, fuck it, I read, and then I was like, no, Mikey, cop the fuck on, like, you're just coming off a cough, you're, like, whatever little gas tank you have isn't going to be about, like, for that, so. Yeah, Pat's competing in that, isn't he? Yeah, Paddy is, that's, yeah, that's, so. I think it's only the second, um, second iteration of the DNA tournament, so I think they're I think pretty, so, yeah. pretty new, you know, uh, Jalal that we train with, he knows the guys that run it, I think it's, oh, yeah, I think they were yeah. connected with his old gym, I don't know if I've said it on the pod, but, uh, yeah. I've definitely mentioned it some. We've had so many private sometimes. conversations, it's hard to Yeah, they, they're, they're, all, they're all getting to blur, and, um, but yeah, yeah, big up Paddy, good luck this weekend. So you didn't sign up, when when was Rate Ledge? Uh, rate Ledge? Rate, late late registration was like on Monday at some stage, so. Oh, I was yeah. so you had a bit of time. I could have done it, yeah. But um, yeah, I decided just to go train instead. Um, yeah, Monday was alright, and I went last night as well, which would have been Wednesday night. And uh talking to Squish, who we'll have on next week. So you're definitely coming on next week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So we'll have to sort out logistics and that. But um, I was talking to him, obviously he's a brown belt, for people that don't know him. Um, just about like general training and stuff like that. Um, because I, 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 I've obviously said I've no guard game. Everybody should know this by now. But uh, I'm looking to start. And he said like he kind of done the same thing. He just like used pass, pass, pass. And then he just got to a certain stage where he started doing it. And now all he does is sit down and pull Delaiva or whatever. Yeah, like so. Right. We won't comment on whether that's because he's lazy or because <laughs> of his guard proficiency. <laughs> little column A, little column B. He definitely typifies the uh, the well, brown belt. You'll have to ask him what what, what does um. Can you smell popcorn? I mean, um, when when we in he's on next, if you can remember us, it's a little joke, inside joke, yeah. What does pop? What, I, I won't get rid of the joke today, right. but we'll ask him if you. All right, you, if he he'll know himself, and he'll be laughing away in the car listening. Can you smell popcorn? But um, yeah, no. So he was just saying um, he was kind of giving me his advice on it because um, I'm going to start. I've made the decision to start drilling a bit more, and uh, he was saying like, do you know? What? Because I'm in advance now the whole time, I don't do a lot of mixed classes, but he said whenever you can, you should probably try and roll with white belts. Um, I don't think, I think there's a lot of white belts that are probably t- technically more efficient than me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the idea is that, you know, you'd have someone that you could actually work your game on or try to create your theoretically, game. Theoretically. Yeah. Because they beat the fuck out of you yeah. and you're left, left there crying on the driver. Yeah, I, 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 I say, um, I did roll with a, f- a few... Um, lower belts last night but um I didn't fucking sub any of them either like but uh, you gotta either. work on get to work on your new shit so you're, you're back you're training you're healthy yeah, you're man, healthy just, as one can be I post feel so much better like and I say work is going quite well at the minute as well so it's like mental health issues on all sides as fucking boxes are being yeah, ticked like so yeah, a bit of sun bit of sun out sun as well, well yeah sun always you know yourself lived in Oz for yeah. so long or, and travelled a bit that like when the sun is out everybody's a bit happier as well honestly yeah there's a yeah, I'm not the guy to Does explain it, the science behind it, but like, yeah, you're going to go on with your hippie shit. Nah, nah, I'm not, not even the hippie shit. So, like, I've, I've, I've always bigged up and, the hippie Andrew shit. Huberman has and entered that, the chat. And that's why I like the Huberman stuff, because it's like all my, all my kind of woo-woo hippie shit that I've been doing over the years is giving a kind of... The, the, like, Stick bio, your arse in the air and spread your cheeks and let your arsehole get some sunlight, yeah? yeah I do, do that for entirely different reasons, that's a... That's to give the neighbours a show. That's not for my health. <laughs> to make sure you don't I stopped, have any I stopped, doing, I stopped doing that. And they, from, they wrote and was like, can you start doing it is, again? Is, is that because you moved next to the school yet? Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're going way too bent and not podcast yeah, for that. No, not podcast. But yeah, so you're back. You're back training on the mat. I, unfortunately, am not. Uh, but you're speaking about drilling. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to at least be down there next week, even if it's not able to warm up or anything. Just... I'll come down to my normal classes that I'd normally attend and, mm-hmm. and drill. Like I keep saying I'm going to do it, and then we get another scorching hot I, I, day. I sent you a video after that uh, tape lab 
crowd that uh, how to tape your wrist, your rib. Did you yeah, see that? I saw it. I haven't. I, I haven't actually. I don't actually know it. if it even pertains to it, but I just saw it. It was actually. Oh, I'll, I'll give that. I'll give that a watch. But yeah, ho- hoping to be back. Um, yeah, I think I might have already been back to be honest. If it wasn't for Brighton, so uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll jump into that. From I mean, fa- I have to say, like fair play to you if we are going to start the Brighton thing. Like, I mean, you're actually. I don't know how you could have went up my estimation more, like you know what I mean. But oh, like man. it was just fucking, it was brilliant. I some of the lads have seen the video, and I've I've obviously shared it on the page as well. I mean, I think just holding that 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 choke on you for twenty seconds. But we we'll, we'll go back and we'll start a recap. So yeah, so I'll pick up because obviously last uh, last Thursday on well Friday when it was released, but last on last week's pod I, I mentioned the uh, the ongoing issue with the ribs. with the ribs mm-hmm. and. Uh, I went to training on Saturday actually just to my plan was maybe to warm up and just see the see the guys obviously I wouldn't I wouldn't spar that close to a comp anyway because uh, I never do I normally start tapering the two or three days before yeah you're you're very you actually have the same kind of approach you take to all the comps yeah, don't you worry yeah. how, how many hours you want to get in yeah, how much stuff you want to I've do I've got like a little blueprint of what I do that was set by set by our coach really for when we did the first first one as a, as a club and then I kind of just followed that and tweaked bits tweaked that, to suit yourself, that, suit, that suit my schedule a little bit mm-hmm. um, and added in a couple of little conditioning things from when I used to box that I like to do that are a bit different from makes the makes it a bit more the enjoyable on, and the on the mat conditioning yeah. stuff that we did it's a bit tough to do in your own gaff if you don't have a a 40 metre haul or something to <laughs> do your sprints up and down so um, I did do, do some stuff like that but yeah I um, obviously had to stop that well early this time because of firstly the knee injury and then the, and then the rib injury um and then I went to training on Friday to, planning to just loosen up a bit and see everyone keep my head in it sorry on Saturday before the comp on the Sunday and uh for, I was sat on the edge of the mat at the end of the kids class and then when they told everyone to get on the mats to line up I stood up and like, just felt my rib like kind of pop again not fully pop but like you An know niggle, something you know like if you've got a pulled muscle and you pull on it it was oh, kind okay. of and you like give that it's, it's, a stre- like that it's a stretch that you didn't want like yeah it was i was just like oh like made me aware that it was still hurt and i was like you know what shaz was teaching i was like you know what i'm just going to sit mat side and uh, and watch and then like whilst i was sitting mat side i was doing some like, real basic stuff like technical stand up and that just to move my body and see how the see rib felt because i've yeah. done absolutely nothing from the friday before other yeah. than like you know get up get out of bed do do your normal, normal day as well yeah no no sparring or training yeah, like, no, yeah. no nothing at all like i am um, Went for a very light jog to see how it felt when I was breathing heavily. Yeah. Uh, to see, and then yeah. So Saturday I was not feeling fantastic after that. No. After that, because I was like, oh fuck, everything hurts. I come back. I'm, I'm sat sat at the gaff, and I'm like, do I just sack this one off? You know, it was really I was like, I know which that you know me, I'm stubborn as hell. Like, yeah. For I, me to do that would be. I a made big, a comment about how much of a dickhead you are because that video. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. mean it that way. But you'd be, you're probably right, mate. Uh, the evidence does. I meant your to... persistence and your your competitive side. Not you were actually a dickhead. But well, well. Little column A, little column yeah, B. Yeah. If, if the cat fits, mate. If the cat fits, but uh, yeah, so. So, so anyway, people, was, you were going, you would have booked to stay down there anyway, yeah, that, and that was it. So. I booked, booked, booked to stay down there. Um, there were, I thought there were a couple of lads from Matt House com- competing. There was only one lad, but obviously we saw Matty as well, who used, we used to train with. Yeah. Um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go down. I'll get warmed up in the morning, and I'll see how I see how I feel then in the moment." And like, obviously, if you're <laughs> if you're there and warmed up, you're probably. I was like, you know what? The brackets have been made. Even if I only get get my first match and then have to say sorry, guys, it's too you much. Said, you said that. You said if you felt if you felt it too much, you said uh, at least I'll, you you'd actually. At least and I'll I was like, something. this fella's telling me complete bare face lies. Squish, Squish sent me a, a sick message on the morning to be fair beforehand. And was like, look, mate, be sensible. Like if um, if it does really start going wrong, like just just stop. He's like, there's no point putting yourself off the mats for four to six months with a fully broken rib or something work like you know yeah yeah worst case like punctured lung or something like that yeah because you wanted to do the Brighton Open because you wanted you know, to have not, a plastic medal it's not, yeah it's not well it's, um, I haven't actually had the had the, the quality test back on that medal yet but uh, I think it's slightly slightly dense there's than, some sort of metal in it yeah. slightly denser than plastic but um, it's still you know what I mean it's it's not worth it's not worlds it's not you no, know, you're not, it's not your profession it's not worth fucking yourself up for no. maybe losing time from work losing income over that but he was like but if the rib holds up 
you yeah, fucking yeah. do what you've got to yeah, do. do yeah, yeah. And it was like I was like, yeah, cool. So you, you were obviously there, mate, and big up to you and uh, you and Bobby Churchhouse. Um, yeah, well, shout out to Bobby because I thought he was going to flake on me. Yeah, yeah, the Mister Ninety Nine himself. <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a flag. He's half a flag. Um, he's not not a full flag, to be fair to him. No, much love to you guys coming down and like you know my Mrs Holly as well. Like, it does make a difference having people yeah. in the crowd. Like I, as I said last episode, I've never competed without. A good crowd. A of. little army of Matt House people yeah. with me. So this was like the smallest in numbers I went down. But having, you know, people that you know there, it gives you that little bit of dig deep. And I'll be honest with you, I probably would have flaked if you ran any time later than you were running. Yeah, but the fact it was... You were 10 o'clock in the morning for us match, it was which, which fantastic. Was, which was absolutely perfect. Because to be honest, if I sat around and thought about it all day and I was down in Brighton, I might have just been like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Yeah, just yeah, but because it was first, like I barely warmed up. You saw I did like I did just got my blood. A couple of jumping yeah, jacks and few, just get yourself moving. Two star like. jumps and a couple of like you know wrestling shots, and I was like, right, that's me, good to go. I didn't want to risk yeah tweak, tweaking the, tweaking the rim in the water. Yeah. And um, so they wouldn't actually leave. I was hoping because I had said earlier that like um, I was joking about the only fans thing, but I wasn't joking about actually trying to document it. And I actually had two. I was between two minds about it because like, I know how in the zone you get and how competitive you are. And in my mind, I was like, lads, if he loses his first match and I stick the phone in his face and say, well, how do you feel now, Ken? Do you know, just for content. I'd say, like, you tell me to get the fuck off. So I was just dreading this. But then they didn't allow me to come in, which actually annoyed me because I still wanted to do it. But uh, obviously, um, we've great, great hopes and dreams for things that yeah, <laughs> I yeah. say I'm going to we'll do. Be, we'll be on OnlyFans at some point. But, um, yeah, <laughs> The, the, the thing that no one ever wanted. Don't, yeah, worry, people, don't worry, guys. Yeah, I, everyone's like, why are you going to go OnlyFans? Why don't you just set up a Patreon? Well, and I'm like, well, like, why the fuck would I? Like, It's way more fun to say you have an OnlyFans account. You know what I mean? Like, people are already thinking you're a fucking weirdo when they don't really know you. It's like you have an OnlyFans. It just adds an extra layer adds, of... Um, adds an extra. Uh, of, uh, what would you call it? Uh, eccentricity. Something like that. Yeah, some fancy some word like that. Weirdness. Um, but yeah, actually, you were speaking about them not letting you in. So yeah, the venues for for the Brighton Open is cool. Like for anyone that's not, it was been there it was or, very well it was very well completed. done as well. It's, as at, well. it's at the old Hilton Metropole on Brighton Seafront, so you've got this quite a big grandiose sort of setting, um, and then they've got like it's kind of a not a balcony. It's like a you know like it's a second story yeah. second story with a big hole in the middle, and you've got eight mats. Their competitors only go through from the kind of warm up way in chilling area there's two big rooms for that it's to be honest in terms of it's, like it's very well we're very well run space and you know mm. getting around and you know not finding your way from point a to point b a that was wicked um granted i was on first so there was no way it could run late which yeah is a real bane of mine at yeah. tournaments so like yeah i love being on first if i could ever choose more the time unfortunately you never get the option but if i yeah. could ever choose i'd go on early again but yeah the not just the way it was run the actual i quite like the grandioseness of the setting have everyone having everyone in the balcony like the, the balcony section or on the second floor looking down was it was a really cool vibe but I, yeah. I was getting some looks when we, when we were shouting <laughs> it was actually fantastic yeah because because we were on first as well i think the top four mats were the kids kids mats i think we, i think they were, they were just finishing before or did, or did they finish no, the, kid, the kids mats started at 10 o'clock so yeah, I think they, they had the top four mats as, as kids mats and then on the on the next four they started running the adults hmm. um, but yeah so obviously first match feeling the best I'd feel all, all day to be honest it was, a day, it was rapidly downhill from there but we uh we, we slap and bump and, and tie up and from the from the onset it was clear the fellow wanted to wrestle um, I'm going to give a little disclaimer. Obviously, guys, this is a, a blue belt's reading of a of a blue belt jiu-jitsu match. This isn't like you're not getting to get some technical insight. I'm not like thinking that I'm going to give you some overview, or you guys really want to know what um you know what I was aiming for or what I was thinking. But my thoughts are a you know you're listening to the podcast. So you obviously like a bit of me and Mike chat, yeah, yeah. chatting some shit. Secondly, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, who are hobbyists that compete, like me and you, yeah. you know, might be nice to hear someone going through the, uh, the Someone that might be in the same situation yeah. or maybe thinking about it, so it might give them a little insight um, into how, how we might feel. Or And thirdly, it will act as a word of warning to anyone that's thinking of competing semi-injured, just sit that one out. Yeah, because I asked you today and actually um, how you're feeling now, but we'll get into that as well. So first, ma yeah, first so match. Fir anyway. First match, yeah, sorry, I'm segueing or side, getting sidetracked massively. So first match, um, 
from the slap and bump. Very clear he wants to wrestle. He's trying to clear my arms and get in, get in around the legs. So um, mm. I kind of didn't really let. It, I was considering just letting him take me down and taking taking the points to get to get to guard and play off my back, which was my strength. But also everyone had been conditioning me when we were at my house on Saturday, like do not play off your back with a bad rip because yeah. because like it's only going to get worse. Especially you know trying to bring your knees to your chest to play guard like. That yeah. range of motion really fucks with it. So, yeah. um, so I was like, "Fuck it, no!" Um, ended up snapping him down, and I think we we went back and forth. We went back and forth there a bit where he was trying to wrestle, and I and I was snapping him down. Eventually, I pulled and um, and went for a sweep. And I, I th- this was an issue in like one of my first ever comps was I swept someone three times but didn't come up for points at all. Yeah, but this that's something which is in my past that I've drilled the hell out of coming up for points, but. Yeah. So I swept him. As he went down, I go to pop up for the points. Rib goes. Yeah. So I have to sit back down. Like I, I go halfway through the stand-up and I'm like, no, can't, can't do that. So I end up back on my ass in a kind of um, sort of 50-50 position. I, I remember that, yeah. yeah. 50-50 position. You're all kind of fighting for positions. Yeah, there, and, then he, and then he um, goes for a footlock and I'm like, right, I know I can get my foot flat to the mat so we can't finish it. It was really, like, no, no insults. He probably, well, he definitely doesn't listen. I haven't seen I haven't seen John Veer Singh pop up in the comments, but <laughs> yeah. it was a sloppy footlock, and I was like, right, I can use this to to build up and pass. Yeah, yeah. So I and come up slowly using grips rather than just popping up from using the momentum from the sweep. So yeah. I'm protecting the rib while I do it. I, I yeah I I'll throw the matches into the WhatsApp group if anyone who isn't a yeah, yeah throw, or... throw throw all of them in yeah know, throw all three of them in yeah. like um so people can watch it watch along while they listen to this thrilling commentary. <laughs> um, um, we should really, we should really, be, if it was a professional podcast, we'd be watching. We'd, we'd, have, the, we'd have the videos, but anyone that's listened for the four, well, for anyone that's listened for at least half an episode knows yeah. this ain't a professional podcast. So, yeah. come up, um, end up scoring the pass. Um, not didn't get the sweep. Ended up scoring, scoring for a pass, get three points, and then he he comes back up to turtle. I'm, I'm really struggling with um, with the ribs by this point mm. um, already, and I'm like, right, okay. Um, I'm not really sure how it how it ended up with me um, backing guard. I think from Turtle he tried to stand back up, and I was like, I'm not doing this again. So, so ended up in guard. Guys, watch the video. But somehow I ended up in guard. He ended up getting past. Um, most of the people that rolled with me in Matthouse will know that from side control that reversal. Yeah, you got that. It's something I hit on. On most people, the first time I roll with them, um, you know, I catch. You still get me every now and again. I catch them in a transition and catch them by surprise. But once they've rolled with me a couple of times, it's it's old it's old news, and they know how to shut it down. But in comps, it works quite well because people, as they're settling inside control, reversal came came to neon neon face. The the fella had his hand tight, so I couldn't get to a proper neon belly. So I just switched to the other knee and put. Put knee on face whilst doing that. Shelved, shelved his arm and managed to sit back for, for an armbar. It, it was very nice actually. Yeah. It was very calculated as well because, um, I know the way you're saying it. It's, it seems like it, you've run through emotions of doing it, but it was actually very technical and uh, yeah. methodical as you moved through it. It didn't really happen all in one motion of this happening. It was it was a work thing where you yeah. worked and played your uh, position. I think. It's definitely but, something I've drilled a lot, and keeping yeah. that keeping that arm shelf. I, I think that, that arm bearer is something you've got me with a couple yeah, of times as well from that position yeah, as well. And so. I went for the the alternative is where you spin onto the opposite arm if you can get the underhook rather than shelving the mm-hmm. near side arm. But um, yeah, you might be spinning with the rib as well. Yeah. So so anyway, I, I hit that, which was nice. Adre- huge adrenaline boost from winning the first match. So yeah, I, I actually after you went off the first match, just to call in, you know, but uh, we were well done and all that and. Um, I was just saying, I could see you on the side and you were talking away to the guy, uh, the, the guy you just competed against and there's a couple of other guys there and you kind of had a chat and then you were just standing on your own and the other match went on and I could just see you and I could just like, I could just see you holding your rib and I was like, your rib's fucked. Because <laughs> it, it didn't seem like, I have to say, like um, at no point through that part of the match did it look like it had actually affected from fucking yeah a, a second floor looking down at the first yeah, floor no, and to be honest watching the recording back like I've, I've watched that and i've watched i've watched the, the 201 um i haven't watched i've watched bits of the other one i haven't watched it through as one piece yet because i've yeah. seen mostly the short clips of it that holly took yeah. um uh, but yeah it didn't you know it didn't look look like it impacted me that much but yeah in the, the time i definitely felt it most was when i when i went to come up from that sweep i felt it mm-hmm. pop again um, but yeah, anyway, won, won that one by by submission. F- felt great going into the next one. And the um, 
it was against uh, the so the semi final was against the lad that eventually got uh, eventually got bronze and he was he was, I had a good foot on him probably like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm only I'm only six one or six six foot I claim six one I'm six foot and about half an inch but yeah. I must have had a, maybe nearly a foot on him but yeah, no, yeah, he, he was yeah. he was str- strong as fuck it was a, it was a really really good little fight. Um, that was one where I, I pulled straight away. Just old habits die hard. I know. I told everyone I was going to try and wrestle this time. We're going to try and do some judo, but no. Pulled pull guard and um, got to take down. Yeah, ended up ended up getting a sweep. Ended up getting a sweep, and it was. I felt like once I was on top, the guy didn't have too much to give me. No, you know, it was neon you, belly spin to the opposite side, come into mount, and it was it was pre- pretty. You were collecting points like. Fucking Sonic the Hedgehog running through a fucking level just grabbing coins like it. Pretty, pretty plain sailing. Um, and at one point, they reset us in the middle of the mat. In I mount, thought that was so stupid. When we weren't yeah. even close to going out of bounds, yeah. but for some reason he moved us back into the middle of the mat and um, he, he got... Uh, the reset position was with the fella's hands... Um, I can't remember can't remember the, the, the guy's name, sadly, but with his uh, with his hands on my, on my hips, which mm-hmm. to my memory isn't exactly how the position was paused in, but anyway... I'm not gonna. I'm not here to moan about the refing. Like those guys give up their weekend, and it's fucking. It's a blue yeah. belt match. It's not. It's not the world's finals. I'm not competing at IBJJF. I yeah. I pay fifty pounds maximum registration. I'm not expecting world class refing. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know. But anyway, in that in that reset, as I kind of sunk back into mount to get my hips low, yeah. he just was pushing on the rib. So at that point, I was like, Focus. right, I need to get this over with because I we just got. I think it was probably about a minute maybe left on on the clock at that point. So I came off to Neon Belly, went for for like a far side arm bar, the, the, the spin, the opposite yeah, to yeah. the one I got in the other round. I, I'd actually said to you just keep collecting points. Yeah. Don't go for the summit. I don't know if you, obviously you're. Yeah, you no, I heard, I heard in in the replay, and I yeah. and like I was like, yeah, he was right. He was definitely right, and that was the big the biggest learning from this tournament was like never <laughs> sacrifice position. I don't know though it's always position like, Yeah, but fuck that, you want to yeah, get a bit of 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 a bit and a bit of 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 Looking at it, I obviously made some mistakes in the finishing as well, but um, not taking credit away from him. He's finishing really well. I realise I've not got the armbar, so I look up at the clock and I'm like, oh, I've only got 37 seconds left. I was like, what's going to happen in 37 seconds? And kind of, as I go to turn back to guard, he's already shot shot his hand under and um, he's, he's kind gone. of from... from yeah, because I've gone belly down for the for the yeah, armbar. Right. As yeah. he's pulled pulled his arm out, I've looked up at the clock to turn back into him with guard. Yeah. But he's already kind of half behind, followed me. Yeah, kind of stayed half behind me. Shot shot the grip and gone for like a. I think it was similar to a bow and arrow. Yeah, it's the same kind of cross collar across the yeah, neck. Yeah, he's, he's only got one. He's only got one grip, and he's uh, throwing one leg over my my opposite shoulder. So it's like a deep deep grip, and yeah. um, he's got a grip on the leg and. Uh, I, I went to just classic defence, two two on one, pulled pull the choking arm down and realised, I was like, fuck, this is actually really deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why I was no, screaming. No, no, by this point, by this point, we've kind of, our position position's spun, so I'm like, I've got no idea how long's left on the clock, but it can't be more than like 25 seconds. Um, I go to kind of try and kick his, the, the hand that's controlling my leg, leg off, but he had a really good control of yeah. that, so I, I couldn't do my normal turn out the opposite way either. So in terms of like, at that point of a competition, I think it, I think if we were editing it, it would be like at this point he knew he was fucked. Yeah, it was <laughs> one of those where it was like right, I've, I've got no escapes here. Yeah, this choke is pretty deep. I really like my, I was getting to the snorty part of breath. So uh, that's why I, I just started roaring like what the very so, so I think yeah. it, I just started roaring the time because I said yeah from, I from know about twenty seconds out you started roaring it. it I, I took two deep like snorty breaths to try and get what little air I could in. Yeah. And then from that point onwards, I had no no breath in or out, and uh, I was saying to the saying to the fella afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah, I just started breathing through my ears, but like the ref the ref locked eye contact with me, and I was like just moving one of my legs to, like to show that I was still yeah. kind of in it. Yeah. And from about four seconds out, I lost hearing you guys as well because I could hear you shouting through the countdown and that yeah. was one of the things that was keeping me going I said I said it I said he's 20 to 1 up and that's what I'm saying I knew you were stubborn out and I said if I can just shout this at him and he can fight it I said I know he'll hold it and 
I hadn't even thought of the possibility of you going out. I it hadn't even occurred to me. Oh, and you were like, "Yeah, I would have went out, man." No, it was. I'd made the decision when, like, it, you know, I'm not going to tap when I'm twenty yeah. odd up, and it's a. Ch- if it was like a, a joint lock or something, I'm not. Let, I'm not letting yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. break. But you know, when it's a choke, and I know because of the injury, I'm probably going to be off the mats for a bit anyway. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not going away knowing that I've thrown away a, a lead of that much for for a quick win. But uh, but yeah, thankfully through. I don't know, maybe my my years of, like, I don't know. Smoking, You're just a stubborn guy. Smoking. <laughs> I don't care what way you want yeah, to put, put yeah, it out. Years of stubbornness, years of, like, I don't know. I, I, when I say that now, obviously it's in jest, like, it's, it's I'd, I'd actually say it's 60% your competitive mindset, like, because I know, I know the way you, not to be, don't be taking this in the wrong way, and I know you won't, because, like, you know, but, like, it, it, your mindset is a lot, like, you have a lot more of a competitive mindset than I have. Um... I like, don't like to. I don't like to think I do, but every time I it's get not, involved, not, that's not enough, Every like. time I get involved in every, anything remotely competitive, I turn into a yeah. But it, that's not enough either. Know. Like, I mean, a lot of people would love to have that. Like, I don't have that switch. I can turn on. I mean, I I know if you talk about your third match in a minute, but like when I uh, the first time, I, a couple of times I competed, I was, it was easy, easy breezy, no bother. And I think when I did Bournemouth. Um, I'd weighed in and the other guy still hadn't weighed in because it was a shit show of a fucking place and they were literally weighing weighing people in as they were walking on the mats like and he they were calling him to weigh him in and I was fine no bother and next thing he's like where is he our two names are there oh he, I said what's going on oh he's over there weighing in and I was like alright and then I just started getting this whole anxiety fucking yeah. issue like and I was like I went up to Bison and said lads I'm fucking Bobby was there and I think Matt Matt the mountain and uh, someone else and D- Dean from Impact is there a few more of them because they were competing as well and I was like I'm f- do you know I was just I don't know what's going on with me like I'm actually feeling a bit nervous like you know and the first time ever and I just I had headphones with me and I'm what, like, what comp was this? Bournemouth yeah sorry what number for you? Uh, three still white belt right yeah yeah, uh, yeah it was white belt yeah. I think it was number three yeah and I was just like it just it was actually crippling like kind of a bit I just actually had to put on my earphones, put on some music and just uh, close my eyes for like just 15 seconds even. And it's, it squared me away. Like. And I had to win in that first match as well, which was nice and last second one by Cross Goddard Chalk. But um, I never had that kind of anxiety as to like, I was just like, look, what's the worst that's going to happen is the way I kind of approach it, you know. And I was just, do you know when you were in between these matches now, like how, yeah. how do you, how, how, we'll say when you the first one got out, what were you like before the first one? Before the first one, because I knew I was injured. To be honest, having having you guys there, like warming up in that side room and just then being called straight on, pretty much was fine because I didn't have too much time, time to build to it up. Think about it, yeah. Yeah, like for me, the waiting rounds the worst part. Like, yeah, I at, agree. At the last mat, at last comp in the absolute for the bronze match, where they they fucked up the running order, so they ended up putting us on halfway between two nogi matches about. You know, about nearly an hour after the main bracket, the rest of the bracket had run. Yeah. I was just like, I do not want to be here anymore. You yeah, know, yeah. Maybe it wasn't an hour. Maybe it was half an hour, forty minutes. But still, felt, like, felt like an hour. You know, from from my first match to that was an hour with the, with the other matches yeah. in between in the mm-hmm. absolute. And it was one of those where it's like, you know, you that maybe was a bit different. That wasn't kind of anxiety. That was just like, fuck this. You know, I've already you know had. I think that was that You're just was, done with. I the think day. that was my seventh match on the day or yeah, something yeah. like that as well, sixth or seventh. And I was just like. You just had nothing. I'm, like I'm, mal- I'm malnourished. I yeah. just want to have a pint at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the waiting round is the worst for me because I'll get in my own head and build it up. Even if it's not mm. anxiety about the competition, I'll um, be thinking about other things. Like you say, I am quite competitive uh, in a sense that I want to do well. So, you know, mm. there's that. I'm obviously, you know, I do try and make some sacrifices in the run up to a comp as well in terms of like to get, not just to get my weight down, but in terms of going on the session. I, I know it's great for my health, but I'm, <laughs> I knock that on the head for a bit, so it's like you know. Sometimes if you if you have a really shit run out, you feel like was it all was what, it worth was it all the sacrifice? Second. And that's kind of what I was feeling last week when my rib went. I was like, for fuck's sake, I've gone I've, five what, weeks like yeah, without five, five weeks and... living like a saint pretty yeah. much since Kalani. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, but um, frustration frustrations aside, made it to the final. Final, I'd, like I, I, there was a point um, where he was stacking you um, in the final. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like. Nah, he's fucked. And then, it, like, I, I might be mis- misremembering. Um, 
he was he was he was obviously you were on your back and he was trying to fight and it was a it was a point where he got I don't know was it knee on belly or was he inside control but he came came across yeah he was like his, his knee slided kind of across your chest and he got into it and I just seen like I said he's I, I just watched his leg kind of slice across and I went Ken's fucked and I went what I said did you see how he just got mount there I said that's gonna be some fucking pain and I think people lift it I say put the matches in I think there's a point where you can just see you're just static it's it's you know and yeah, like, it's not I mean, I, as, I, as you said you're not knocking we're not knocking the other guy either I don't want to take anything away from yeah. him and uh, you know it's not the thing not a thing I mentioned on the day to anyone like he did you no you didn't say it to I, anyone I, yeah, you know yeah. I you know afterwards Bobby like when we were waiting for the podium Bobby was like how's your rib I was like we'll talk about it later I didn't yeah, want to yeah. I didn't want to seem like I was taking anything away huh. but now I'm off the mats and on the podcast I'm going to tell you it, I don't want to say I'd have won but all I will say is it would have been a different match you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this competitive mindset I'm yeah of course it is of course he'd probably still smash me he was a really he was really good he was good you know he obviously worked hard and he had his game um, but you know from the point I was mounted I couldn't really yeah I'm making excuses but um, it's my pod, mine and Mike's podcast yeah, so yeah. if he wants if he wants, if he wants to say it. he'd slaughter you either way nah, he can have his own fucking podcast <laughs> look honestly it, it could have very easily gone the same way the other way round. However, um, it it went one way, you know, and it got to the point where he was so far up on points. Yeah. He got that, I think it was about 30 seconds left and he got a cross collar and I was like, there's no way I'm holding off. You know, I, was, yeah. I probably could have, you know, pinched his elbows. You still would have lasted on points though. Could have pinched his elbows and stopped him finishing it for, for 30 seconds. But the way he dragged it across my face and it was like... I was already feeling fucked. He was putting a lot of pressure on through mounting through the ribs, and I but was. But that's, like, that's what he's supposed to do. I know, it's he, was doing, I was just, he was doing his job right. Like. I heard the message from Squish, like replayed in my head, yeah. and it was like, you know what? If you'd have told me last night when I was sat thinking about pulling out that I could come in stay and get silver, yeah. I'd have bitten your hand off for it. So yeah, maybe maybe I gave up a little bit too early. Maybe I uh, should have given up earlier. Who knows? I still can't train because of how fucked they are. But overall, mate, I think it was a good job. Jobbed. Um, yeah. No, no. It looked to be fair. Um, I mean, I, I, personally myself, I think even if just say there was nothing wrong with your rib and you got that result, um, I'd be happy with it. Especially, yeah. especially your second match. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, to have a match like that, just to go down and compete for the day. Um, I mean, I've gone and I've gone to competitions and lost uh, two matches or whatever it was like, and just went down for the day and lost both matches. I mean, it won in the gi, or maybe lost three matches. You know, and, and yeah. I mean. We are hobbyists at the end of the day, but like, I mean, we love the fucking thing, like. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, and that's, the, and that's the beauty with um, with jujitsu is like, you don't need to be a fucking, you don't even need to be a decent competitor. You can be absolute dog shit, and you can still go and have a good day out, and yeah. you know, get some scraps, like, you know, and feel like, you know, you, you do it. I say, you see people, everyone should compete. You know, like, you go to yeah. the bigger comps as well. You might not want to do some of the small regional ones for sure if you just want to see what it's like. You know, people that are local to us, Surrey's coming up at the end of July. That's a really good like, first sort of tournament. And then after that, you know, there's the All-Stars in Fleet. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely look them up. But, uh, but yeah, like even if you do some of the slightly bigger ones, you know, you'll see, I don't know if you, uh, probably not you because you're not that into the sport, but you will see black belts that you know, whether they're there coaching their lads or whether they're there competing. As you say that, there's, um, there was a guy, a Bellator, yeah, it was, on, it was on uh, the match next year. Ne- match uh, one mat or two mats over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's um, he's signed signed for Bellator. I, I seen him there. <laughs> I had some crack if he listened to the podcast. He looked like the biggest prick ever being inside with sunglasses on. And I said to you, I said, who is that? Fella? He, I think he has he sunglasses on. I forget his name. I, I really shouldn't to shout it because I no, no. But he, he shared a reel and it was like Operation Piss Take. So I think he was. I think it was all a kind it's of like a, okay. joke and a facade because, like, yeah, you had a pair of Gucci sunglasses on from and the moment like you worked the big, through the door. The darkest, biggest ones you could get, yeah, like yeah. something you're, something some bird from Essex would wear on fucking the TV or something. But I was like, who do you mean think he is? And Bobby goes, or was it you? He goes, he's black belt, man. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> something, I think it might have been Bobby. <laughs> Sounds like a Bobby ism, but. Uh, no, he, he fucking um, he annihilated him. Yeah, he was got, fucking got, right. Got good. gold, didn't he? He's, yeah. he's, he's proper, proper good. He's signed, he's signed or was signed to Bellator. I'm not... he is, he's a Bellator fighter. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, big up. Big up um, the big yeah. up the big up. I had seen his uh, seen his thing, but yeah, after the after the, oh, one of the things I actually forgot to tell you was uh, I was so like my 
I don't want to say bell was rung because that's like a boxing phrase, a phrase, but you know, I was so out of it after the second fight with the choke. Yeah. I don't remember getting my hand raised. All I remember is walking off the mat. I, it obviously happened. Yeah. But all I remember is just making a beeline off the mat and slumping down behind the judges, <laughs> drinking some water and just being like, just breathing. And being uh, like, this feels great. Uh, that's, that's the most impressive thing I've seen in a long time anyway, um, to be honest. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if, I don't like, you know, in one on one breath, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm kind of glad that, like, but also... Man, that's a cool highlight reel, like I'm, fucking either way. No, no, someone fucking choking the shit out of you is not a cool highlight reel. I feel <laughs> like I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm annoyed like, as, much okay, as, so as much as I'm glad that I've got, we've got this story to tell. I'm annoyed that I'm fucked up enough to put myself in that position. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, because from your perspective, if it was the other way around, um, <laughs> don't take this as a knock either, I'd say you'd probably say, if the fucking timer wasn't there, he would have yeah, went out. Of course I would. And to be fair, I did tell him that afterwards. I was yeah. like, I was like, you don't get any closer than that without yeah. finishing it. I was like, it, it was fully in, and you just ran out of time. Yeah, like, yeah. I've no, you're fully humble, like you know. Give, I, give I, I do a lot of piss taking, and you know, I take a lot of jabs. You know, not, not that, not that humble. Like, but five, went, yeah, five no, minutes but, ago, I was like, if my rib wasn't injured, I'd have won gold. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, it was good. Anyone from the UK that's thinking about doing any of the BJJ 24-7 events, they do Manchester, Newcastle, London and, uh, and Brighton. Give did you, a, did you get to fucking sponsorship or something? No, I just, uh, this whole reason we do this is to shout yeah, out no, like, like, small, small locals. And, um, and yeah, obviously... I, I'd actually have to give... Um, I was saying I was at um, Carlson Gracie's, um, obviously, Farnborough on uh, the, the Tuesday and I was saying young like kicked the shit out of me I don't know did I say that on the podcast but I had told everyone anyway and I was a bit disappointed and then next thing um, I ended up following him I met him down there you saw him in, in I, Brighton I saw him you? he was warming up after um, after you were collecting your medal he was warming up yeah. and I just went over and gave him a fist bump and said because he standing guillotined me at, the one you, at, talk, you talked yeah. about a couple of weeks yeah. back so I, said, I said to him make sure and hit him with that standing guillotine but um, uh, he followed me on Instagram that John Flat is an absolute freak of nature as in he's a force to be reckoned with he, yeah he's, he's definitely one to watch isn't it yeah um, it's old Taylor, man. Taylor I think is his name yeah is what what Taylor I think is his name I could be wrong I know it's a T but um, I'd say his first name is Taylor yeah we'll have to actually all these people we think about that we forget to shout out we should do redactions in following uh, oh yeah actually uh, while we're on that speaking um, of redactions yeah, I think I you've got that. I think you've got one uh, to I'm make gonna, I'm going to apologise to Owen Lively about his um what I said about him being a yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike's retarded, oh, and if you ever yeah, this gets back to you or anyone that Mike has shamelessly uh, slandered in previous episodes, like he's not very good at remembering names or faces. So if he confuses or, or, or jujitsu yeah, techniques, <laughs> so if he confuses people, just just assume he's talking. If he ever insults you, just assume he's talking about someone else. Yeah, you said about him getting his black belt really quickly. No, I thought I thought I seen this thing online somewhere, and yeah. that's what happened, and it was actually someone else. I can't remember who it is. But yeah, it no, was like, again, it's a, it was just a thing, and I thought it. But yeah, no, Luke, Luke um, shouted us the day after and was like, <laughs> he's been training longer than I have. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I, I did think there was something up with that. I was glad I tried to offer some sort of balance. No, but I, went, I was just saying um, maybe he got it fast. I wasn't trying to say he was fast tracked either. It's just me and my bad way of explaining things yeah, as well. Which, if you've listened for. 13 which yeah, this will be 14 episodes you sh or if you've met me in person for fucking an hour you've definitely got a minutes you've, you've, yeah, you've got an idea yeah, of you've got an idea but yeah how, uh, I hit my head's like a sieve and uh, I, I didn't mean to I, I never coming after anyone because especially of where I stand in the jiu-jitsu community and my level of where I am, I would never uh, intentionally fucking have a go at anyone. No, I, don't, I, mean, I think everyone knows that nothing that's said is ill-intentioned. Ill uh, Ill I, 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 did, I did message Lucas back though and I said, fuck them all, I'm doubling yeah. down. And he goes, yeah. I respect that, Mike, but you want to shut the fuck up kind of more or less? <laughs> yeah, yeah, humour, 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 humour. But, um, yeah, we, yeah, so... I'll, Obviously, we spent a few days away after the comp, which I actually really appreciated. Um, obviously, I'm going to be off the mats anyway. I really struggle with not training while I'm away. Like I normally take a gi with me and hop into a local gym, but yeah. you know, it was nice to have an enforced break. And uh, yeah, sadly, I do think it's going to be early next week before I'm able to do much. I might do some light kettlebells tomorrow just to see how it feels under movement. Under sorry, move, yeah, how I, it feels I, moving under load. But I, I, if I was you, I'd just give it the weekend and. But yeah, you know, I might rest it up and, and see how it feels. Then go lightly back into it because you're our only giving it a week, like, and you don't want to pull it again. And you know. But yeah, it's not nice. Nice to have a have a rest and focus on some other things. But like, 
life admin. <laughs> you, yeah, you sent through, um, speaking of like jiu-jitsu and travel in terms of like being away and training, you sent through a, a link to, I think, was it the... Oh, yeah, so the Limerick Globetrotter, uh, Andrew, who we've mentioned loads of times. Human yeah, yeah, jiu-jitsu, like, check out his podcast. Seems like a friend of the podcast at this point, isn't it? So yeah. We never actually had a, pro- a conversation in person, but I'm, I'm DMing... Uh, I, I, de- I assumed you had. No, I'm DMing him the whole time um, and I've had a couple oh, of so you've had, Oh, you've had like digital... Yeah, digital yeah. conversations just never a telephone. So he, he, I think you sent a screenshot of a camp that he was at um, called Jutopia, and like it's in Greece, yeah. Yeah, just to give a rough, like you know, overview of what this camp is. It runs from seven fifteen in the morning till ten thirty at night. There is a break there. The yeah. I was looking at that. I think there was a lunchtime break for about two hours. There, is, there is a break, but it's like you know, seven fifteen to eight yoga, and then you've got. Yeah, yeah, I think then they, you've got then you've got an hour of, of somebody showing technique, and then you've got half an hour of position, position of sparring. You've got half an hour of half an hour of technique, fifteen minutes of sparring, and that, on, that repeats, on, yeah. repeats, repeats. And then you've got open mat for what looks like uh, what looks like an hour, and then you've got a break, and then you've got the same again for the entire afternoon until yoga at the end. Which like is in terms of an, the the amount of content in a day is epic, but. I struggle to take in a technique that has more than three steps to it when, I, when I'm at training. So I, 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 don't what, think, I don't think it's that kind of a thing. I think it's more of a... Do people look, come and go from like different sessions or would you stay for the whole day and do uh, the whole thing? I, 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 in, in my mind, if you were going for that, now this is just me fucking with my brain, I don't think you'd be going there to learn anything as such, even though there's a lot of big names. So that Ono Flanagan is there. Yeah. There's a couple of the... Like, look, I don't... No point me start fucking going on about jujitsu names because I don't. Have yeah, yeah, no, like, it. but like that, that. Uh, uh, and look, look, look up, as a gamey fella that um, Zach was on about. Yeah. You know, he does the drills on YouTube on yeah. Instagram. He's the, he was there. There's like there's a lot of top guys there, and I think they like do an instructional for fifteen minutes, and then it's like half an hour sparring. Yeah, it's like, it's like half an hour of instruction, fifteen minutes. But it's like he's there. Like the, I've seen him doing it over for about three days. So that was just one day, like. But I think it's more of the kind of like. I think it's more of just going for the crack of yeah, being around no, these no, people and being around like that's what, that's what I was really going to ask, was what's your opinion on the, these uh, jiu-jitsu uh, camps? I think it's absolutely class. Yeah. But... Because I've seen a lot, there's a lot more coming up and about, you know, obviously with the growth of jiu-jitsu and to be fair to the guys that run it, like, it, why it, wouldn't you want to go to an exotic location for three, four days and do some jiu-jitsu? I just like, I'd like to drink more in between, that's it. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to go do jiu-jitsu. Look, you're, you're not going to get me leave my house on a Saturday and not have a pint after fucking one o'clock without without an hour passing, let alone doing fucking 19 hours of jujitsu and fucking having a break in the middle. I'd be saying, let's go for a beer and then let's go back on the mass. Like, you know, now obviously you can't get too fucked up, but I mean, it's ju- it just seems like, it, it actually seems like a really good idea, but me being me and um, you can be fucking stereotypical Irishman if you want, it needs more, it needs like, I, I just, and maybe just the DJ as well, like, I think like a little bit of a session in between would be. Because like, that's it, why I think that's why smoking so often paired with yeah because you can just win the roll because you know you have a little have a little zoot or something and then uh, have a little roll. It doesn't feel as hazardous as like I'm not going to lie, Michael. But I don't want you anywhere. I don't want you anywhere near me sober. <laughs> but unfortunately, unfortunately, we're too good mates to say no. I'm not rolling with you. But uh, if after a couple <laughs> of fucking hell, it's like coming out. Oh, I'm joking. I'm I, joking. Th- I think what's after happening is you're after taking this competition stuff. Where I said I'm not taking jabs at you while I take jabs at you. I think you're just after returning something there. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Maybe it's the truth. Maybe it's uh, exaggerated for humour. But um, either way, uh, like yourself or anyone, I've got no interest in rolling with someone that I know had a couple of drinks for. A, plethora, a, a plethora of reasons, but uh, yeah, same same as I'm not really going to get in a motor with someone who's had three or four drinks either. My, my, my <laughs> it just went. Um, is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, my looks are really scared to clear across the room. I, uh, I wouldn't. I value my health too much. But no, nah, it just it, it just seems like it's an accident waiting to happen. But yeah, with those camps, I'm, I I I don't know. I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool thing to do. Go away, but it's a tough sell, isn't it? It's a tough sell to the you know to the missus. Do you, what do you do? Do you take her with you, or do you say, babe, staying at home, I'm going to go jiu-jitsu with the boys in Tenerife for four I, I'll days? I'll be honest with you. What I probably do if I was considering doing that, um, either way, I'd either do I do the first half of the day jiu-jitsu and I bump the rest off and I go drinking and then I try, I come in again the next day and do the first half. That would be my ideal holiday because I'm getting to do the two things I love, which is jiu-jitsu and drinking. Yeah, I. I as I think, like from the 
I don't know. I think, like you say, that that would be a that would be a wicked day. And I know that some of the lads that we train with um, have gone and done those camp camps away as well, and have had a really really good time doing it. One of the lads was I can't think of his name. Oh, I shouldn't be saying that, but uh, he was there lately, and I can't remember which camp he went to. Obviously, this is me with my. One phone. of the guys we train with. Yeah, if I find out, we'll get details. We can talk about it maybe. Um, yeah. After I, 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 if you're thinking about Elliot, it will need to be a while away because he's in the States for the whole of... No, no, he's back. His so. lad's back from the camp. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. have a chat anyway. Um, I, I'll, I'll yeah, fantastic, fantastic uh, podcast content talking yeah, about potential this, future you know, this, you, well, this guy who you I well, don't neither know... Of him remember, well, neither of us know his name. But yeah, I, I mean, for me, that... To be honest, the backpacking trip like wasn't per, the perfect balance because obviously the jiu-jitsu was so... Sporadic. So sporadic, but... Um, that that for me is a better balance where you know you make jujitsu part of your normal holiday rather than yeah, rather than it's not like a complete go holiday. away just yeah. to do jujitsu. But if I was you know if I was ten years younger and if I was you know single, would would I want to go to one of those things? Probably. You know, 100%. it looks looks like a wicked fucking trip, and it looks like you know the 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 B team one that Craig Jones did over in Thailand recently. <laughs> Looks wild as well. So, uh, so yeah, like no, those that keep keep your eyes out for those. But I don't think I'll be I'll be on one of them, one of them shortly. Um, I was thinking about what I was saying last week as well because a couple of people asked me. You know, when I was saying about, um, I think like the the subtle banger session, the sessions that you don't expect to be up to much, and then you go yeah. there and you're just like, wow, this is phenomenal. Well, the sessions when you're having a shit day and you're like, oh, I drag myself there and it just turns out to be, go to people, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? And I mean, like, I think for those camps, that would that could be the opposite for me because you go in with so many expectations. Yeah. That, like... You, you actually have a higher um, idea I, of what's yeah, going to happen. And, and, and we're always, words. like New Year's Eve, it's a shit night because everyone tries to load it up and tries to make yeah. more of it than it is. Like, that... that it would have the potential to be that for me, and obviously this comes from a place of ignorance, as two of us have never, never been to one, one of yet. these. But like, I feel like if your expectations are well high, the only way they can go is either it meets your expectations or fails to meet them. Whereas if yeah. you go in with zero, which is like kind of you know when I just threw a gi in the bottom of my bag and tore off around, and tore, and tore yeah. off to South America, which I was going to do anyway. You know, I had zero expectations and it ended up being one of the kind of like coolest little things. Um, You've probably ever done. Things that I've done. Mm. Um, one of those sessions, speaking about the subtle bangers, that really, I meant to tell this story last week, but I ended up talking about one of Squish's classes, which is obviously such a testament <laughs> to, to Squish. Squish's classes. Thursday mornings. Oh, you don't love that. Thursday's mornings at Matt House, if you want to um, want to do some improvised yoga and then learn some jiu-jitsu. Squish is <laughs> improvised Squish is your man. Um, but I was in this between because I told the story about Sao Paulo where I couldn't afford really to train in the premium gym, so I ended up training in like one in a kind of more arty like hipster neighbourhood. Yeah, yeah. And then I told told you guys about Curitiba when I ended up being like set up by the coach and ended up training with the kids. kids yeah, yeah, yeah. So in between that, I actually went right inland to this place called uh, Foz do Iguazu, which is like on the border of Paraguay, Argentina, and. Brazil, obviously. Okay. Brazil's the. Yeah. I've come. I've come from Sao Paulo. I've got. I've got like this twenty-hour bus across Brazil. Okay. Like these buses are like. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about them on an earlier episode. They're like, like almost like being on a plane. Yeah. You have like a little curtain section. That you get your own, oh, own right. bit off, and you can put it. You know, at a full one hundred and eighty degrees, so the seat can go down. Because like they're all bed. like buses like this. Yeah. Set like, up for this kind of travel. It's like. designed for like people who can't afford to fly to be able to do cross-country travel, and they're like. They're pretty affordable uh, on a Westerners budget. They're very affordable, mm-hmm. and like um, I ended up in this in this town and like I'm in Brazil. Like oh, you're going to the small town of Foz do Iguazu. There's a quarter of a million people population. <laughs> yeah, it's small town. Like I was expecting a small town like you know somewhere in in the UK where you've got one high street and a few shops. But like I pull in there and there's skyscrapers and stuff. But um, what it's for is the 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 I think the biggest waterfall in the world or the most volume of water that flows through a waterfall. Um, it's all. It's not like Niagara Falls or Angel Falls, which are one fall. Like the yeah. Iguazu Falls are loads and loads of okay. waterfalls that link together. It's it's a really really cool thing to see because it's like as far as the eye can see up the river is all waterfalls and okay. it's like it's mad. But um, that that's pretty much the you know the, the these, beauty of it. That's the attraction to go yeah, see. The, the reason that people tourists go mm-hmm. to there is because a you can be stood on the tri- a tri border area where you can go from Paraguay, which is famous for. I think 
black market body parts and, Go and, say cocaine. and electronics. <laughs> um, like, so a lot of people from Argentina and Brazil go there to get cheap knockoff electronics, but also for the tourism of this natural, natural beauty. And um, yeah, it was one of those days. I was only in town for two, two days to see the, or three days actually, to see the waterfalls and kind of just catch a connection out of there. And I met loads of other back, as you always do at hostels, met loads of other backpackers. And uh, mm-hmm. on one of those days, it was like, it was, well, so we'd been to see the waterfalls from like the Argentine and the Brazilian, you can see it from two sides. So I'd seen it from both sides. And on the third day, this group of guys I was traveling with were like, gonna go back there. And um, we're gonna go like to do, see something again or go, or go back there to do it from another side. And it was like, you know, we were having a good crack and you know, we'd been drinking and stuff the night before. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll probably go with them. And um, it started like being a bit, the weather wasn't great. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't fancy this at all. Like, I'll just see what's, see, going, see what's going on. So Google, Google jiu-jitsu in the area. And um, there was one that was about a, it was about a mile and a half away, two miles away. And it was like a, it was like a public holiday. It was too short notice. To, or I did message him and didn't get a reply. It was one of those. Like, and it was okay. a public holiday as well in Brazil. And I was like, fuck it. What am I going to do? Do I just sack it, sack off the idea of training and go and have some drinks and enjoy like chill time with these guys? I said, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice. They've got an open mat in their calendar, or they had they had a class in their calendar. I was like, I'm going to go. So I take this walk across, across this town in Brazil, and um, the the gym looked like uh, it was almost like an old school, an old school sort of boxing gym. Like it wasn't. a lot of the other gyms that I trained at in in Rio and in Sao Paulo and in the other towns and villages, like obviously the one in Ilha Grande was a little bit unique because of where it was. But this was like this was like a freestanding would have been a warehouse or something at some point that had been converted into a kind of like jiu-jitsu and martial arts gym. I'll put um, actually I'll put a, send you a photo of it so you yeah, can. Yeah, I was going to say about the waterfalls if you had them as well. Yeah, I put I put all I put all of them up, but it was a, it was like. It had, a, it had a weird vibe to it, you know. It wasn't like part of a it, like it was on the edge like of a kind of industrial estate with some calm like workshops and stuff around it. it wasn't like a residential area. I was like, why am I get myself into obviously here? Obviously, it's Brazil, and like, I've I've been in Brazil for about two months at this point. So I've is this got, where they caught the body parts? So I've got well <laughs> cocky in terms of like going places that you know. When I was in Rio, I was super careful, um, and then in, I just as I travelled through South America, I got gradually more complacent, and I'll tell more stories about that at a later date. But um, yeah, as I was like, oh fuck it, no one's going to come here. It was about fifteen minutes after the scheduled start of the class. I'm leaving. Some fella pulls up on a motorbike with a little gear rolled up on the back, and then it was like, uh, I don't know, it was like something out of a, out of a, out of a corny movie. Like everybody's rocking up on different vehicles, like you know, one guy rocks up on like a fucking tractor or something. <laughs> one guy's in like this banged out old jalopy, but they all like step out with their geese over their shoulders. There were a couple of black belts in there, then a mix of other other belts, and uh, none of them spoke. A fucking word of English, and then fantastic. And then, thankfully, thankfully, the fella that had been uh, smoking a cigarette on his motorcycle, the first one that turned up, that had just been like scoping me out the entire time, strolls over and starts translating for us. And uh, no, turns out he's a blue belt that had trained at um, trained at Rogers Place when he was over visiting the oh, UK. Okay. And uh, and then yeah, we ended up doing a weird warm up that was like a mix of calisthenics. So imagine you're told to hold a yoga pose for a uh, for like a minute and then it's like 10 press-ups counting in Portuguese so like each person would take a turn to count, count to 10 yeah. fuck this is, like, I can't remember it now but like I rem- they, that's quite a common thing in Brazil where they'll start counting and the students will finish counting we, we did one of them lately do you remember yeah, that yeah but oh we, do God, it in that we do it in English when you're already yeah. fucking knackered from jiu-jitsu and you're like trying to speak in a language that you barely know it's uh, it can be quite embarrassing I'd normally just mumble out some syllables and have everyone side-eye me but uh, <laughs> But yeah, that class we did this weird warm up where you'd hold a yoga, you'd hold like an isometric pose, and then you'd do some like sort of explosive movement, either squat jumps or press clap press ups, and then you'd go back to a different isometric pose. Honestly, one of the, you know, I say that most of the places you go have the same warm up. Yeah. One of the most unique ones. It's really stuck, really stuck yeah. in my mind. I've never done anything else. Did you like find it, it difficult? Is that why it's stuck in your mind? I think I. Oh, it's just the craziness of it. I think it was difficult in a sense um, because I was pretty hungover and it was like you know going from tight isometric like rigid 
movement into being explosive. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was also very strange. Like, you know, yeah. I, 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 what would it do for yeah, you? Yeah, guys that listen, they've got more knowledge of sports science and stuff. Please do let me know if you think there's some like actual genius behind this. But anyway, we did that, and then it was a rolling class where the coach would just pair you up with different people, and and you'd roll. And it was about two hours of that in a, in this place, and it was like tropical storms almost going on outside. It was just fucking mad experience. Like, yeah, as well, and like the moment that I walked out of there, it was one of those where I walked back to the hostel. And everyone had had a kind of a cool day at the at the amusement, not amusements, at the waterfalls, what, doing yeah. their doing their kind of touristy, touristy stuff. Yeah. And it was you just know where you, I don't know. I'm I'm being a smug uh, a smug bastard here, probably. Like I, I did the I did the thing that wasn't touristy, like you know, like yeah, those, yeah. I did it before it was cool. Like, one of those guys. But anyway, I, it was well, that was for me a quintessential subtle banger. It was something where. Would you, would, you, would you think if you had gone, if you went back now, would you think those areas would still be the same or would you think because of the growth of jiu-jitsu and like obviously growth of Brazil and things like that, that it would be completely different? Rio, I'd imagine, is very, very similar. Obviously, the, I mean, I know you're only speculating. Lot, the jiu-jitsu but. in Rio is so old. Like, you know, it's it's one of the homes that I'd say mm. like the key places would still be there. The key so, kind of traditional. Yeah, so Sao Paulo, though, because it's such a big change, it's constantly changing because it's such a big city. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd say that although the things might have moved location or might feel a little bit different. And um, I know f- for a fact that, and sadly, the Ila Grande project, because I tried to find them when we were talking about them on the pod, mm-hmm. that has temporarily or permanently closed down Okay. And some of the other gyms. COVID probably has yeah. slapped on a lot of those things as well. Most of, um, yeah, I think that, and also Brazil, yeah, Brazil's gone through a bit of a rough time in terms of like economically and stuff. They had like a, like a historically bad winter for a few years running after I left, like, right. as in like, it got proper, proper cold, like as in it got almost like European cold over okay. there. Um, and um, that was combined with the COVID. So I know that there's been some issues. So I'd say... Yeah, I'd say that probably from my following along on Instagram, most of the guys are trained to have still all trained jiu-jitsu. Okay. Yeah. You know, most of them at the same place, even if the gym's not, even if the gym's not, not, just, not, yeah, not yeah. moved. But, um, but yeah, that, that was for me, like what, what I say, you know, when you push through, you, you know, you could, you, you maybe overcome some sort of temptation and, you know, you, you may be really not feeling the session, but then it just rewards you in ways that you can't, uh, can't imagine. Um, I, I, I actually had a conversation with Lucas one time on a Sunday. We we're having a few points, and I said, "Sometimes you know you just don't need to go to jujitsu, though. <laughs> there is that odd time, like I mean, most of the time it's rewarding, you know, and you go in. But sometimes there is times where like maybe your headspace isn't right, and you might go in uh, and maybe take something out in a training partner or something like that. Like not speaking self experience, but I'm saying sometimes. Excuse me, Mike. So, sometimes there's just uh, see. This is why I don't want to roll with him. <laughs> No, sometimes you're just like, sometimes you're better off just taking the day off and like doing something else with your time. But like, yeah, do you I ever mean, go in with expectations? Cause it, yeah. Like, do, you, um, do you ever think like, oh, I'm going to have a good session today? Or Yeah, like, I, I, I fuck around with my head, in my headspace a lot um, with things like that. Um, and I'm not usually like that, but um, there are periods, especially where my jujitsu, when I feel I'm not um, technique getting great and I'm just feeling like I'm not getting the drills. And then I'm having rolls and I'm having shit rolls and all from my own perspective, like, you know. And uh, sometimes I go, right, look, I'm going to fucking cut myself on now. I'm going to eat properly today. I'm going to come and eat properly tomorrow. And when I hit it on, we'll say this is a Monday, we'll say, when I go in on a Wednesday, I'm going to make sure I'm accountable for myself for this shit session that I had. And then you go in and get molly whopped again, like, and you're just like, I mean, I'm sure people, I've often, I, I've, I think I've said it a couple of times on this, but I always say it regardless. It's like a fucking roller coaster. You're either up or you're down. You're either travelling up and you feel fantastic. Or, well... You're either travelling up very slowly yeah. or down very quickly. quickly yeah. The roller coaster analogy is pretty good, man. Yeah, and I mean, you're screaming on the way down as well because you're like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, do, you, do you get that same... Do you ever get expectations visiting a new spot? Like, do you go in like thinking, I'm going like, to... No. Is it, um, with your expectations, is it you saying to yourself, oh, I'm going to do better than I did last night? Is it that sort of yeah. thing? Yeah. Um, well, I, I aim to. Because yeah. you can't really control it, can you? But it's just like... Because, like, people know, like, from just listening to, if they've listened to any of the podcasts about me talking about rolling or competing or anything, like, like I do fuck about a bit. Um, so, but I'm accountable for it. I'm not going to say 
I'm not I'm not going to use that as an excuse as such, but like I on myself I but I'll say look I'll do better next time and I'll aim to do better and then when I do better if I don't hit the same I'll be like but obviously you don't get instant results as well I, I, it's probably a something that goes around my head a lot but I don't really vocalize it it's like do you know the way you have these conversations in your own head yeah <laughs> but they never come out like it's yeah, yeah, it'd, be lot, time, lot, it'd be a lot of that going on but I to be honest um this week like been off the week four and I didn't feel great about my jujitsu we'll say like I went to Carson's the two Tuesdays because obviously I can't make the nogi in Madhouse so and I got like I didn't have good I didn't have any anything to offer any of the other guys I think I think I probably might have gave him a bit of difficulty but like I'm going to say I gave him fuck all difficulty if we're going to be honest like and I came away out there going fuck me like because it's it's not that I'd expect to do well when I go to another gym. Yeah, that's gym. what I was gonna. That's why I asked really because I know you were fucked off after that session. So yeah, it was whether that was due it, to it, your expectation. It's not. It's not the expecting. It's the hoping. And the hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. The gambler I, I, in you. Yeah, I don't. Ex, I don't really expect. The next one could be a winner. It's a weird thing to say. I don't really expect a lot of myself. Uh, I hadn't really thought about that actually. I'm having a bit of different reflection going on in my mind now. But yeah, I don't really expect a lot. And if things start going well, yeah. Um, obviously I buzz with it as it goes but um, yeah I never really thought of it like that actually I'm just <laughs> self-analyzing no, myself really, now as it's coming out of my mouth um, it's the therapy mate this is why we do this yeah I, I, I never have an expectation no I, I just I'd, I'd hope to do well um, and if it doesn't go that way it doesn't go that way so you don't have it when you visit comps you don't have it when you uh, sorry when you visit gyms or when you go to comps but you sometimes have it when you go to train at your home gym uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would. I, I'd aim to do better. It's not. Um, it's not yeah, an expectation. Yeah. It's just that like I'm going to do better today. I, I suppose I'm. It's like if you put it into thought, you can come out with it. Um, but obviously, it's uh, it doesn't always manifest. It doesn't, it doesn't always manifest. It if, always it did, manifest. Uh, if it did, if did, I'd be a black belt in two years, and I'd be selling programs on the internet. Be fast tracked, mate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Nah, the re- the reason I asked is because like I never really get that going into the gym. I used to. I used to a lot, but since I've moved to, like so close that. Mm. It's a case of I just get on and go. Yeah. And I always had an issue with building up my expectations going into a competition. Mm. Um, sometimes visiting other gyms with the travel, like you know, that diluted that a lot for me because I got so used to getting the fuck beat out of me by people yeah. that were way better than me. That yeah. I, to me, I if anything nowadays, if I go to visit an outside gym, I normally get PTSD where I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. um, I could Living around the corner from the house, I'm just like I, I don't really think about it and. I think a big thing with um, a couple of people that watched the video of the first match have said I've looked really relaxed in it, and I, I, think, I, I said that myself. And I think the big yeah, you said it, and like a couple of others. And I think a big thing um, with that was I didn't have time to build it up. I drove to Brighton, got warmed up, yeah. was straight on the mat, and uh, I think it's probably the best way to do things because you're being fired straight out of the cannon. You don't have time to settle and think. A guy called Luke Nevis, and I, we'll, we'll probably finish on this because we're over an hour, bro. This is the first time that you and I have done a, a solo solo job that's gone over the hour. Um, but yeah, a guy, People, hopefully we didn't wreck your heads. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> if you made it this far, it's congratulations. Very, it's been very, yeah, if you made it this far, congratulations. We, we might do the prize draw one day, but keep your eyes on the social media. <laughs> this is like Gordon Ryan and his Miata. Like, have you have you seen that? Yeah, like, yeah. He's promised a Miata giveaway, and it's just been like kind of kicked down the road, like odd, 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 loads and loads of times. So I'm losing my words. I've clearly been talking too long. Right, yeah, but Luke, Luke um, a guy I travelled with, a Brazilian fella for a bit, said to me like, the most, the best thing he ever did in life was have no expectations of anyone because he never feels let down. He can't be disappointed. And like, he kind of said that to me over a drink. I was like, okay, is this guy trying to tell me he thinks that I'm some cunt or something? Like, <laughs> Because like, to be fair, like there were a couple of times where like you know you'll plan to meet up with people, you'll yeah, plan yeah. to catch up with them while travelling, and it won't work out, or you'll get sidetracked and you'll mm-hmm. be like to a town a few days late, and um, you'll feel like an arsehole. But you know, I think that, I think, he's, I think he's right. I think he's right, man. It's a case of like you know, if you do, especially with training anyway, and that's the my big takeaway from this comp. If uh, you know, and anyone that's going to comp, if I could give in, give you any advice, it's like. Just don't make it too hard on yourself. As, yeah, I, yeah. as I kind of kept saying in the early episodes, it's meant to be fun. So yeah, James yeah. O'Brien was down as well. Um, I didn't. I wasn't around because obviously I had to tear her back home. But uh, he was down there as well. So shout out to James for getting yeah, him down and competing as well. Big up James. I meant to actually shout you out when I was talking about the competition, but I ended up just being completely self-involved and yeah, narcissist and going down, <laughs> going down a Ken Kenyan rabbit hole. So um, yeah, on that note, everybody, I hope you uh, like this episode of the Reality TV show, Reality. 
podcast that focuses on the life and times of me um, with a little bit of competition and a little bit of my Brazil trip. But uh, next week we'll be back to, uh, we'll have someone more, well, I don't, really, I don't really want to say Squish is more interesting than me, but uh, we'll have someone different it, to, to me and Mark. It, and it, if he can tell the stories that he's told me behind closed doors or even just one of them, I think it'll be a fucking awesome podcast. Yeah, I think he's got, he's definitely got stories for days. Now, like, we, me and him got on like a house on fire, you two, since yeah. well, since we first started training he, together. He, he was there in, uh, I shouldn't, sorry, cutting the grass, but he was there in my beginner's class and I remember him from then. Oh like, uh, yeah, I forget that you did the beginner's course. Yeah, yeah he he's one of the people that, Helps run yeah. the beginner's course on a Thursday, or well, he did for a while. I'm not sure if he's still doing that because I know his schedule's moved around. He used to teach on Thursday nights as well, which he isn't doing anymore. But yeah, my point is... Sorry, I forgot about it. All the bullshit that I've given him and all the shit I talk about him, he's a fucking great man and we get on because we're, yeah. we're very, very different but very similar in some ways. So yeah, can't wait to... Um, You're both bald with beards. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's where the similarity ends. But uh, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to get him on. Can't wait to pick his brain about jiu-jitsu and about his MMA life, like life and times as an MMA judge, but also as someone that's competed a bit himself. Um, yeah. So yeah, guys, he's got some awesome stories. Like. Yeah, if you've got got questions, you got yeah. If you've any questions about uh, maybe the MMA uh, BJJ uh, correlation, I think he'd be someone to answer because yeah, he's you, done both. You got any questions about like you know refing and judging and how he got into that scene? Because I know you know not everyone's going to be a top level competitor, but it's quite cool to be able to set. Oh, you know, I went and time kept for him. Yeah. It was cool to be able to sat, sit ringside and and do that. You know, like you know, it's it's a little side hustle. It might not be your main income, but you know, I think there's some. I've definitely been people at the gym that have asked about how he got into it and if ever they're interested in a. In him, uh, in how you know, in him having someone to help, they've asked for it. So yeah, mm-hmm. people that listen, fire your questions over for Squish in on the usual channels. Where do they get us, Mark? Yeah, so same as always, it's um, DJ and BJJ Pod. Um, like, follow, share, subscribe, and all that nonsense. Yeah. Um, as I say, as I always say, if you have, if this is the first one you've listened to, um, it probably would have been better to have listened to the last episode to get on track with what we're talking about now. But you you can listen to them individually. But if you listen to them from the start all the way through, it will make more sense because there's a lot more in-jokes and things like that in it that you'll get and people that we're talking about we might have had on here, so it'll pick up a bit easier for you. Um, use DGEN10 uh, on X-Marshall for 10% off any of your gear. Links are in the bio. Um, all the stuff is in the bio, Instagram, everything like that. But um, Instagram is the best place to go. There's a WhatsApp community we're trying to start and get going. Um, I'll post the videos in there. Um, probably on Saturday morning to give people a chance to follow because if you follow on Instagram you can't go back and see the videos in it can oh you? yeah good shout yeah. so um, if you're listening to it on a Friday and you like the podcast because I know a lot of people do but um, I'll put them in there on Saturday morning just so people will have a chance and yeah, if you have anything you want to have give feedback on them or feedback on any of the previous episodes Spotify do voice notes and they do uh, uh, you can leave feedback in the comment section there if you don't want to be getting involved in WhatsApp communities and things like that yeah or get us on Insta yeah Insta is the best Always, yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything else from you? No, Any man, just well done on that choke, man. I'm just fucking, I tell you, it blew me away. I can't say it enough. Yeah, like, nearly I get, I nearly blew me away, but I managed to hang on in there. Right, everybody, as always, play it to your nan. Much love. See you Catch guys. you next week.